It's good to see everybody tonight. I'm glad you're here. And those of you joining us online, want to remind you about Jesus being our all in all. You are my strength when I am weak. You are the treasure that I seek. You are my all in all. Seeking you as a precious jewel. Lord, to give up I'd be a fool. You are my all in Jesus, Lamb of God, worthy is your name. Jesus, Lamb of God, worthy is your name. Taking my sin, my cross, my shame, rising again, I bless your name. You are my all in all. When I fall down, you pick me up. When I am dry, you fill my cup. You are my all in all. Jesus, Lamb of God, worthy is your name. 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 He's worthy. Worthy is your name. Worthy is your name. Well, he's it. He's our all in all. And, you know, on Sunday nights, we've been preaching from Colossians. And a major theme in Colossians is Christ is supreme that means that he's overall that means that he has no rival that means that nothing or no one can compare to him and then when you read through Colossians like we looked at Sunday night uh, there's a portion of scripture that talks about uh, putting to death uh, things that are evil uh, putting off sin and things that doesn't honor God and then putting on that we'll look at Sunday night uh, putting on things that honor God well, why do we do that? I mean, is that just mere religion? Is it, um, is it obligation? You know, is it something that... Because He is supreme. He's over all, and we worship Him. He's worthy, 
and we do it out of relationship and not religion and that's what Colossians is all about is the fact that Jesus is supreme and when he's supreme and when we see him high and lifted up and worthy and we love the Lord and we serve God and worship God and we do what we do uh, because of him because he's supreme then uh, then he satisfies and that's when we have true meaning and purpose and we have the abundant life that Jesus talks about on the other hand if we do what we do out of mere religion and we're just uh, checking off a box or uh, just we're, we're obligated to do it you know we're just doing it uh, that's that's when it doesn't last and that's when we get burnt out and and um, and it just that's when we're miserable I mean religion will do that it'll make you miserable but do it out of love and worship for Jesus because he's supreme which is what Paul is talking about in Colossians and that makes all the difference in the world he's our all-in-all um, he's our strength you know he ought to be our treasure our precious jewel you know can we say that why do we do what we do and I pray that we can say that we do that out of love and out of worship for Jesus and he's worthy and then you think about what he did for us on the cross and how he took on our shame he took on our sin and yet he defeated death hell and the grave he paid the price he died so that we might live but then he arose again and then when we stumble and fall he's faithful he'll pick us up and he fills our cup you know nothing in this world will do and so um, I we sang that Sunday night but I've had that song on my mind um, this week and especially as looking forward to Sunday night when we're going to be in Colossians 3 and how we put our confidence in Jesus and when we put our confidence in Jesus because he is supreme then uh, we'll express our faith and, and we'll we'll live it out so I just I say all that tonight to um, to remind us that he's our all in all can we say that tonight could it be that this place would have more people in it if Jesus really was supreme and he really was their all in all um, I mentioned it Sunday night you know um, uh, there was obviously some very important NFL playoff games on and, and there are just certain ones that they would not even consider going to church you know it's a game I can't miss the game and um, and so what they what their action they might say with their words Jesus is my all in all but what do their actions say and so that's what I want to you know encourage us to think about tonight is you know what does our actions say is Jesus truly our all in all and really he's worthy and anything that we put in place of Christ is not going to satisfy I mean it'll fall short nothing can take the place so let's let's realize that Jesus is supreme uh, tonight and um, and I, I want us to look tonight at, at uh, Acts chapter 10 and um, something happened to my my notes here let's see what's going on here I mean y'all just bear with me we're in Col we're in Acts uh, chapter 10 and uh, and we'll be there we go we'll be in uh, verses 34 and 35 and then we'll jump down to the verses 40 and 41 and uh, as we think about confidence in Jesus who is supreme if that's true then we're going to share Jesus you know we're going to uh, we're going to talk about him and we're going to live it out not just not just talk but also actions will will live it out and um, obviously uh, Peter placed his total confidence and faith and trust in Jesus and we'll see that here in Acts chapter 10 uh, there's also this man named Cornelius and the scripture stated about Cornelius here in Acts 9 and 10 that Cornelius feared God 
with, with all his household. So, so he feared God. Uh, he, he worshiped God. He gave alms generously. So he, you know, he gave to the poor. But he also prayed to God always. So what you might say about Cornelius was he was a religious man. Yet, Cornelius, being a religious man, needed to be a saved man. You know, religion doesn't save us. Good works doesn't save us. He needed to hear the gospel. And so God sent Peter to Cornelius' house. And um, if you remember, Peter had a vision when he was on the rooftop or the housetop while he was praying. And while he was praying, God just broke in and gave Peter an amazing vision. Does anybody know this vision I'm talking about that Peter saw? It was a vision that was coming down from heaven. Um, it was an amazing vision. And it, it was, uh, he saw unclean animals. And these unclean animals were animals that he should eat. That were previously forbidden in the law because they were unclean. Well, what God was doing in that in that vision was explaining to Peter that salvation, not just for the Jews, but it's for everyone. And you remember God, you know, Peter responded and said, surely, no, I won't. I will not eat anything unclean. God says, don't call something um, unclean that I've called clean. And so what God was doing was he was sending him uh, to the Gentiles. And, and at the same time, when God was speaking to Peter, he was also uh, speaking to Cornelius. And God spoke to uh, Cornelius and, and, and told him to send for Peter. So, um, so God was working. And God was speaking to Cornelius. And then when Peter went to the house of Cornelius, you know, they, they had an interaction and they were explaining what happened. And um, Cornelius said, you know, that he saw an, an angel or a messenger. And, uh, and the messenger told him to send for, for you, Peter. And, and so Peter, you know, was there. Peter at the same time. Uh, was in this home and uh, and he had this vision from God that salvation is for all people so um, that's good news for us because we're not Jews salvation is for all people and that's the vision that Peter got and so I want you to look at this here in verse uh, 34 and 35 of Acts chapter 10 then Peter opened his mouth and said in truth I perceive that God shows no partiality and then in verse 35, But in every nation, whoever fears him and works righteousness is accepted by him. So there it is. You know, Peter has received that and um, has accepted that, uh, the, the word from God. This was radical change from what he and all the Jews have, have known. Uh, but now, um, God shows no partiality. In other words, salvation is for all. Every race, every kindred, every tribe, those who will believe in Jesus. Um, Red and yellow, black and white, they're precious in His sight. You know, we sing with our, uh, with our preschoolers. And then if you look at verse 40, this is where Peter is, is preaching the gospel to Cornelius. And what you find here is uh, Peter shows his confidence to share Jesus. Peter had boldness, and that boldness was because he had faith in Jesus. So Cornelius, who the Scripture stated feared God, all his household, gave alms generously, prayed to God always. God sent Peter to Cornelius because Cornelius needed to hear the gospel. Cornelius, you might say, needed to be saved. Now in our day and time, we'd say, wait a minute, this man gives to the poor. You know, this man, um, you know, he, he feared God, the Bible says. And, and, um, and yet God is sending Peter 
to share the gospel with Cornelius because Cornelius needed to hear the truth about Jesus. And um, he needed relationship with Jesus. He didn't need just religion. And so, um, so Peter had a vision while he was on the housetop and, and God spoke to him and um, God was preparing Peter. God was working in the heart of Cornelius. And so when Peter, uh, when did he get confidence in the message that he preached? I mean, if, if you look at verse 40, um, talking about Jesus, God raised him up on the third day and showed him openly. In verse 41, not to all the people, but to witnesses chosen before God, even to us. And Peter says this, who ate and drank with him after he arose from the dead. So you see the confidence there. Uh, Peter is sharing the gospel, talking about Jesus dying on the cross and how God raised him up and showed him openly, the scripture says. And, and so, um, so, so I want us to think about this confidence that Peter had. I mean, we're talking about the same one who denied Jesus. He, de he denied Jesus not once, twice, but, but three times. He denied Jesus, just flat out denied him. And, um, and then as Peter is talking about the gospel and talking about Jesus, I'm sure that some could have asked, are you sure you're not hallucinating? <laughs> um, Peter, are you sure that he wasn't a ghost? Well, what would Peter say about that? Well, uh, we ate with him and we drank with him. We touched him. Matter of fact, one of, in our preschool chapel coming up in a, in a few weeks, um, it's going to be about one of Jesus' post-resurrection appearances. You remember, Peter says, I'm going to go fishing. So they all went fishing with him. They didn't know what else to do. Jesus had died, and, and um, you know, and, and they, didn't, they didn't know, and so they were kind of in hiding, and, and, and Peter's like, I don't know what else. I'm just going to go fishing. So they all went fishing, and you know how much they caught that night. They didn't catch anything and uh, probably didn't even get a bite. So here's this man on the shore that they didn't know was Jesus. And Jesus says, how's it going, man? <laughs> you caught anything? And, um, and then, um, obviously, they didn't catch anything. So what did Jesus tell them? Yeah, on the other side. And I always love sharing this story with our preschoolers because I'll have, I'll have some, uh, some cards that are shaped in the, in the shape of a fish. And I'll have even some questions that they'll bring to me. And we'll ask questions and see if they were listening and answer the questions and all that. Um, but I'll have the fish on this side of, of the magic carpet, which I tell them magic carpet's the boat. Y'all are in the boat, okay? You've been fishing all night. Remember, you got to cast on that side, and so they're casting away, and they're not catching anything. And I said, you got to make sad faces, and they're not catching anything, you know? And um, I'm, I'm so impatient. I love to fish, but I only love to fish when they're biting, you know? And I only love to fish when, if they're not biting, man, I'm going to hit the road, you know? Um, maybe I'm a fair-weather fisherman, but they're... You know, they're on this. So Jesus says, cast on the other side. And they cast on that side. And they did what Jesus told them to do. And, uh, and, and the nets couldn't hold it. And you remember Peter jumped out of the boat. He didn't wait for the boat to go to shore. He jumped out of the boat and ran to Jesus. Wow. The same one that, that betrayed or that denied Jesus three times. Um, he ran. To, and, of course, Jesus, uh, Jesus restored Peter. And, and, um, and then after, after the... Uh, Holy Spirit came upon all believers at Pentecost that Jesus promised the Comforter would come. Just makes all the difference in the world. Peter knew Jesus. He had confidence in Jesus. He placed his faith in Jesus. He was a, he was a changed man. And so he's sharing this 
uh, with Cornelius and Cornelius's household. He's sharing the gospel, and and while he's sharing that, um, he says, you know, that we have ate with him and we drank with him after he arose from the dead. And so I'm sure there were those that said, "You've lost your mind. You know, you're you're crazy." Um, but Peter touched him, and Peter saw him and ate with him, and he's he knew that Jesus indeed was the way, the truth, and the life. He knew that Jesus died and that Jesus arose. You know, many have, have questioned uh, if, if this was all a lie. You know, just think about it. Men may live for a lie, but man is sure not going to willingly die for a lie. And we know that, that the apostles, the, even Peter himself, um, was crucified. Peter, according to Jewish uh, historians, uh, even requested... Uh, to be crucified upside down because he didn't, you know, he, he, he was not worthy to die in the same fashion that his Lord and Savior died. He died for what he believed in. Uh, you know, people tell lies to get out of trouble, but not to get into trouble. <laughs> and so these people, with no hope of personal gain, knew beyond a shadow of a doubt that Jesus was alive. And they were convinced of his victorious life. They were convinced of his vicarious death, you know, where whereby he died on the cross in our place. And they were convinced of his victorious resurrection. And so we find that here in Acts chapter 10, the confidence that Peter had, the confidence that Peter received the word from God, that salvation is for all nations, for all people. And that was the change. You know, now um, Jesus came and died, and all who will believe, you know, whosoever calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved and uh, no matter what race so think about this for a moment what gives us confidence in sharing Jesus with others what is it what, what would you say tonight would give us confidence in sharing Jesus with others I'm going to pull up the live stream that way I can see any comments or prayer requests that some of you that are joining us online may may have what, what would you say would give Faith. Okay. Yeah. You. You. Y'all. Um. How long have y'all been married? <laughs> Did you think alike? There we go. Boom. Well, that, that's right. You know, you you placed your faith in him, and then obviously that faith grows, and you talk with him, and you pray, and and faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God, and so you read his word, and 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 you hear from God, and you you apply God's word to your life, and you grow, and 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 you have. I mean, you know him, right? Um. If I told you I knew Freddie Freeman, baseball player for Atlanta, oh yeah, I know him well. But um, you know, let's say Larry read his autobiography or something, and and Larry knew more about him than I did, and I'm claiming to know him, and and so and I know nothing about Freddie Freeman. I mean, I know I think he's married, I think he's got a son, and whatever. But um, but let's say that I, I I claim to know him, and and Larry's asking me questions, and I don't know anything, and he's read the autobiography. I don't even know if Freddie Freeman's got an autobiography, but. Um, but, you know, let's, let's just, for, I don't know, I, I say I do, but I, I don't know really the first thing about him. I can't even talk about him. And in the same way, you know, we say we know Jesus, but do we really? Do we know him? Do we pray? Do we trust him? Do we, you know, like, like David we saw a few weeks ago in, in Psalm where, where David cried out to God in praise, you know, because of how God rescued him and God delivered him. David 
cried out to God in his danger. He said, I'm surrounded by death and hell. And he cried out to God. David knew the Lord. What, what a difference. And I think that's the confidence is, is we know God and we pray and we read the Word. There's no substitutes for that. Um, you know, how, how have you experienced Jesus personally? You know, obviously that, that close walk. Um, I, I talked about Colossians and Jesus is supreme. You know, he, He's over all. There's none like Him. And, um, and, and as, as, we, as we know Him and, and we pray... And we, we grow in our relationship and our walk with him, that's what makes the difference. You know, if, if I don't really talk to him and pray and I'm just going through the motions and going through, you know, fulfilling obligations and I have to do it instead of I get to do it, you know, and, and um, you know, that, that makes the difference. Um, how have we experienced him personally? You know, confidence in sharing Jesus with others. We can't talk about who we don't know. You know, do we know him? Do we truly know him? Also, what, what about some things that causes us to question the message of Jesus? I mean, how might we submit these things before God? Or are there any questions about the message of Christ? Have we settled, you know, um, that in our hearts, that, we've, that we do know the Lord, we've trusted Jesus, we believe, we know that He came, and, and uh, we dealt with our sin because uh, we, not by our works, you know, we don't have good works to try to save us, but we believe in the finished work of Jesus and we've settled that and we've trusted Jesus and we've, we've made up our minds and we've turned from the sin in our way and we've turned to Christ and we believe in Jesus and, and, and so that's settled you know, we, we have a testimony to share because we remember we wrestled with these things and we said yes to Jesus as God was speaking to our hearts um, and, and also um, you know what about uh, what, what about the fact that that all race have um, have the opportunity to know Jesus, or, or, or you know, do we have a problem with that? You know, is there any race that we would think, wait a minute, you know, um, regardless um, of, of what nationality or race, um, you know, God sent Peter a vision because he needed that vision. He needed to know. Uh, matter of fact, let's look at, in closing here. Let's let's just kind of look at this in Acts um, chapter ten, and uh, I'm sorry, that's in John. We had preschool chapel today, and we were in John chapter. Now here we go, Acts chapter ten. Um, okay, Cornelius sends a, a delegation because while he was praying, uh, you know, he saw this angel, and the angel told him, you know, to to go send for Peter. And, and Peter uh, would come and then, then you see in verse, uh, verse 9 of Acts 10 um, there's Peter's vision and um, he, um, he became very hungry in, in verse 10 he wanted to eat uh, but while uh, they made ready he fell into a trance and he saw heaven open and an object like a great sheet bound at the four corners descending to him and let down to the earth verse 12 in 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 it were all kinds of four-footed animals on the earth, wild beasts, creeping things, and birds of the air. And a voice came to him, Rise, Peter, kill and eat. Peter said, Not so, Lord, for I have never eaten anything common or unclean. You know, him, his forefathers, and their forefathers, this is what they did as a good Jew. They didn't eat things that were, that were unclean. And a voice spoke to him again the second time. 
what God has cleansed you must not call common this was done three times and the object was taken up into heaven again so um, you know what's our response you know when God tells us maybe to, to witness or to share right do we say not so Lord <laughs> uh-uh, not not for that not for that person you know that or, or not for for that you know that person is a is a different race and I'm uncomfortable uh, it's just me my four no more you know and I'm I mean how, how do we respond um, you know a lot of times we we like our comfort zone you know and uh, and and we like those that look like us and act like us and talk like us and smell like us and and we just like that but what about others you know or, are we you know God God might lead us to as God was leading Peter to go to Cornelius um, and uh, as God is speaking, Peter says, Not so, Lord. Uh-uh. But then God spoke to him again and was basically telling him that salvation is for all nations, you know, for all people. And then you think about Revelation. You know, every kindred and every tribe is around the throne and worshiping the Lord. Every, every, you know, nationalities, different nationalities, kindred and tribe and tongue, and they are, they are around the throne. And what a, perf- what a wonderful... Uh, vision of, of heaven that the Apostle John saw on the Isle of Patmos as he's writing uh, Revelation. What a, what, a, what a vision as they're around the throne uh, singing hallelujah to the Lamb. Hallelujah. All nationality and tribe and race. And, and, um, and so here, you know, God is now, um, and of course we know that Paul was called to go to the Gentiles. You know, salvation is for all. So are there those, you know, that, that we are currently praying for that we are looking for opportunities to share Christ with you know we think about who's your one you know that would be the person that we are that we are currently praying for maybe looking for opportunities maybe building a relationship with you know to, to talk about Jesus we all Peter did that you know Peter's here in, in uh, look at look at verse uh, in, in Acts 10 look at verse 30 uh, I believe that's 36. The word which God sent to the children of Israel, preaching peace through Jesus, he is Lord of who? Lord of all. That word, you know, which was proclaimed throughout all Judea and began from Galilee after the baptism which John preached. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power, who went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil, for God was with him. And we were witnesses of all these things which he did, both in the land of the Jews and in Jerusalem, whom they killed by hanging on a tree. Him God raised up on the third day. Here it is, verse 40. And showed him openly, not to um, all the people, but to witnesses chosen before by God. Even to us who ate and drank with him after he arose from the dead. I mean, I just can't imagine what that was like having breakfast with Jesus on the shore after he had you know his post-resurrection appearance and then in verse 42 and he commanded us to preach to the people and to testify that he is he who was ordained by God to be the judge of the living and the dead to him all the prophets witness that through his name whoever believes in him will receive remission of sin but this is what Peter's doing he's sharing the gospel with Cornelius and that if he will believe, then he will have remission or forgiveness of sins. And, and so Peter shows his confidence in Jesus to go 
and to share the gospel even in the home of, of Cornelius and and so I pray that those that that are in our lives uh, those that we work with those that we live beside in community uh, whatever the case may be that we would be his witnesses and that we would have no reservation or hesitation to talk about our Savior because like Peter we have confidence in Jesus because we placed our faith in him and by the way we know him we talk about who we know we know him we pray and so um, so I just wanted to, to share that tonight uh, I pray that we'll have confidence and that we'll uh, talk about Jesus with others and, and be his witnesses alright let's go to the Lord in prayer and then we're going to take some prayer requests I, I see we have a prayer request that's been shared online and we'll share that as well Heavenly Father oh Lord we thank you tonight that you are our all in all there's no one like you and we worship you tonight God, I pray you'll help us, Lord, to get closer to you, to talk to you and pray, and God, to apply your word to our life, Lord, to be all that you would have us to be. Give us strength and grace and help, dear Lord. God, I pray for those in our lives that we come in contact with. They need to hear about Jesus, and help us, Lord, to, to share it with words, but also to live it out in our actions. And God, I pray that you'll bless, and Lord, that you'll use us for your glory, in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. Um, um, I want you to look at our at our prayer list tonight. And by the way, those of you that are online, uh, well, we don't put our prayer list online. Uh, that, but we do have our bulletins. Uh, they are posted online, and you can pull that up under the info section. Um, and so I, I want to remind you about that. But um, we have several. Uh, to be uh, praying for um, tonight, and um, and uh, Bobri asked us to uh, continue to pray for uh, Dennis. Uh, he had a chest a chest X-ray today, and, and thankfully there's no pneumonia. And uh, Dennis had had sent in our deacons uh, text that uh, that case, and I'm grateful for the for the good news, and um, and, and no blood clots, um, and he has some symptoms. Uh, what they're calling long COVID, you know, fatigue, shortness of breath. Also, uh, the girls, um, Maggie and, and, and Gracie are fine. They're back in school. I saw Gracie at school today. Um, there, there was a, uh, a national signing day, and there were some students that signed uh, to, uh, to go to college and, 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 uh, and, and play or cheer, whatever the case was. But I saw Gracie there, and it's good to see her. Um, and uh, J Jacob goes back to SWU on Friday. So they've They've really struggled with this, and we just continue to pray uh, for Dennis. And also, uh, Bobri, um, if you'll let us know how Jeffrey Turner's doing as well, if you'll give us an update on that, and uh, we'll, we'll uh, share that with others um, as well. Um, continue to remember the Evelyn Beeson family, also Grady Griffith family. This is Helen uh, Talbert. Uh, she, she requested us to pray for the Grady Griffith family. And the fact that Miss Helen is not here, means that we need to pray for Helen. I pray that she's feeling okay. I know Cindy is up there. Cindy, is Helen doing okay? Okay. All right, well, we pray she'll get her strength back. Continue to pray for uh, for Miss Helen. Continue to pray for uh, Faye Kelly as well. As well, uh, George um, Jackson. He's, he has ongoing back pain. Continue to pray for George and, and also Bobbery. 
and uh, let's uh, let's continue to pray for Kayla Carver and John uh, Nimbry. Um, Judy King has asked us to pray uh, for these, and um, I'm grateful that Jacob and Maggie Jackson on our prayer list they're they're back to school or going back to school, so that's that's good news. And um, and so remember our shut-in as well. Uh, let's remember Sue Balding and uh, Mary Carty and Frank Kolb. Let's continue to remember them. And also Sheila Galbraith and uh, Jane Pratt, Jesse Smith. Your mom doing okay, Vicki? Okay. Right, okay. So we pray for, for good days. And uh, also Miss Ruth Traber. And uh, continue to pray for Patsy Morris as well. Uh, he's at home, and I know Amy's working hard to, to get caregivers lined up and, and everything to be with her. And so continue to pray for them. And, and then Jean Watson, um, he's at the Powdersville Rehab and still recovering from her stroke. And continue to remember her in prayer. EJ and Molly Washington at the Easley Place, and then Joe Hunter over at uh, Patrick Square at Dominion there in Clemson. So. Let's, let's remember uh, them. Um, any others tonight? Any updates? Or Okay. Huh. Okay. Sure. So let's pray for Sarah Chapel. Procedures and things will be exactly what she needs and Fortunately, she's got youth on her side. That 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 really helps. But uh, but I know I'm sure she's anxious, and uh, so we certainly will be lifting her up and praying for her that everything will go well. Um, any others tonight? All right. Um, also, um, I, I shared a little bit um, about Sunday. Uh, Sunday night we'll be in Colossians three, talking about our confidence in Jesus, how we need to express um, our faith in Jesus, but uh, Sunday morning we're going to be in Joshua chapter 3, talking about dealing with obstacles, and um, and you know the, the Israelites had to cross over Jordan, and um, when they got there, the Jordan had flooded its banks, and so what were they going to do? You know, well, it wasn't what they did, it's what God did, and so we have similar obstacles in our life. How do we deal with our obstacles? And so uh, we'll be uh, looking at that um, Sunday morning. And then um, also a, a week from um, Sunday, the 13th, will be uh, baby dedication. So just remember that and pray. Um, uh, looking forward to, uh, to that special time. And, and, uh, and then our super uh, chili cook-off uh, in the evening service, which will be at 5 o'clock on the 13th. So uh, just remember that. And, and then... Also, um, remember um, the uh, couple's uh, dinner that we'll be having, our couple's steak dinner on March the 19th. And want to remember that. Uh, you know, that'll be a special time. Uh, Jeremy Murt is going to be coming and sharing with us, he and his wife Stephanie. So I know it'll be a great night and, and looking forward to that time together with our, with our couples. And I pray that it'll be a great time of fellowship, but also it'll be a time of enhancing our, our uh, marriage relationships. And, Jeremy speak, so I just remind you about that. And there's so much to uh, uh, be in prayer for, and um, and so um, I want to lead us in prayer for those that are on our prayer list, as well as uh, 
for what we have coming up um, in our in the life of our church. And, uh, so let's go to the Lord in prayer as we close. Heavenly Father, we come before you in Jesus' name. And, and Lord, as your word in Colossians reminds us, Lord, you are supreme. There's no plan B. There's no other option. It's you or nothing. But we thank you that when we know you, Lord, we have everything. All that we need. Uh, an abundant life here in this world as we grow in our faith, as we walk with you and talk with you. And, and then in eternity to come, Lord, a better day's coming. A perfect place called heaven. And we, we look forward to that. But until then, help us to stay faithful to you, dear Lord. And I just pray tonight, Lord, for Sarah. I pray that you will just comfort her. Help her to sense your presence, Lord. And I pray for the procedures and the doctors and all that is going to be done, Lord, that it will be exactly what needs to be done. We pray most of all for your healing touch, God, that you'll be merciful. And, and uh, we do continue, Lord, to pray for the, the Beeson family. We thank you, Lord, for her life. And I know there's been several memorials come in um, in, in her uh, memory, and we are grateful for that and, and for all that, that her and her husband through the years, uh, Jim, has, has meant. Uh, to Liberty First Baptist Church. And we continue to pray for Gretchen and for the family as well. And, and for those that are sick, Lord, we, we thank you for the Jacksons. They seem to be uh, getting better and stronger. And, and, and I just pray that that trend will continue. But especially for Dennis, Lord, this long-term COVID effects, Lord, that he'll uh, be able to, uh, to get strength back. And we pray for Miss Helen as well. God, that you'll help her to get her strength back. And uh, we continue to pray for Miss Jean Watson. I ask God for your mercy and help. God, that you would touch her and pray for Miss Patsy Morris as well. And God, for all our shut-ins, Lord, we uh, pray that they would know, Lord, that they are loved. And we pray for them right now. And, and Lord, as we come upon on the, on the 13th, Lord, I know that our kids are going to be giving out some Valentines to our young at heart and how special that, that that's going to be. And I pray we'll be a loving church family, God, and that your love uh, would, would be so evident and would, would be... Uh, multiplied and magnified, Lord, in this place as we grow closer to you. God, that we'll love you and love others as we follow Jesus. And the Lord, I pray you'll help us this Sunday. We think about any obstacles that we deal with. I pray you'll speak and have your way and will. We pray for the music and pray that visitors will be here and pray that most of all you will be glorified. Go with us now, Lord, we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. Thank you all so much for being here tonight. Thank you to those that join us online. Hope you have a wonderful rest of the week and looking forward to the Lord's Day on Sunday. God bless.